Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome, everybody, to Me Time. This episode is actually about me time. I have not had a lot of me time. I have a podcast about me time, and I have definitely let the tank be on empty for too long. Anyway, so I gave myself a little travel time. Very little. I didn't have much time, so I'm going to maybe call this one travel time. So this is me time travel time, just like we have pet time. All the times. We're going to have all the times. Anyway, I hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving and is having a, you know, not too crazy peaceful start to their holidays. And I'm excited to share this episode about what I do this podcast about. Please enjoy. I'm actually doing a me time episode about actual me time. How about that? How about I started a podcast to talk about me time, and I haven't actually taken a lot of it. I have probably been the worst I've ever been about taking it. And so recently, I did. I decided to have a little me time. It was actually over Thanksgiving because it was a break time. And I know it was a holiday, but it was it was a, also a much-needed recharging of batteries and I could probably use a little more, but I'm grateful that I got any time at all. One of my favorite things to do to sort of come back to myself is to be in nature. Any kind, but depending on where I'm at, it can be, you know, sometimes I got to see the ocean. Uh, Sometimes I need the snow. Sometimes I need humidity. This time I needed the trees. I feel like I've just sort of been in a, in a, spin of a lot of questions, but and g- good and bad, but also just when you're almost like going so fast, you can't hear yourself or you feel like there's just so much noise. There's just a lot of noise. And I, I can be an overthinker. And so I, I have to, I feel like work a little harder to, to quiet. And that is what the trees do. I feel like it depends. Sometimes I, I love the ocean and it's so magical and it's so cleansing. And sometimes it can be, depending on where you are staying in proximity to the ocean, those waves can be really loud and powerful 
And it can feel amazing because you just feel like, oh, there's just something, you're just so aware. There's, there's so much more, so many things that are so much bigger than you. Um, and that's how I, I, I kind of see those. But anyway, what I needed this time was uh, I needed the, the opposite of sound. <laughs> I needed the opposite of noise. And so the trees to me, I have this thing and I say this uh, stone cold sober Meaning I, what I'm about to say, I experience stone cold sober. It's not like I take something so that I can listen, but, or talk to nature. But I do believe that if you are quiet and in the trees, you can hear them. And I love to go sit in them and sit in the trees, sit in the quiet sit in these, experience something, you know, powerful and away. And I like to sit and listen. And I feel like I actually do get some answers. I think I talked about this on here before, but after Peanut, my dog, died a couple years ago, I I sort of went on a an open-ended, I just hit the road. I just had to drive. Driving is is interesting as well. I, I just like, I feel like if we're just talking about me time and like travel and like peace and space, I know like there are certain places, like New York, you're, you're rarely in a car. Um, and I love that. I love that about New York. But I do think our cars are, can be sacred spaces for, for us. And like, I, that's where you can go and cry and scream and, you know, have your fun road rage that hopefully you don't actually act on, but you know, you can listen to music really loud. You can drive around the block a couple more times. Just there's something about that space. And so I, I hit the road kind of without a destination. This was a couple years ago. And I ended up in Sedona, Arizona for a while. I thought I was going to go for like a night or two and just carry on. And instead, the rocks and the trees and the quiet pulled me right in. I was sort of skeptical about these vortexes in Sedona. I 100% believe in that, like in, in these powerful places for sure. But I think I was just skeptical around like, go stand at this point on this rock and you'll feel it. And then it's like, I don't know. Do I feel it? I kind of feel it everywhere. I don't know that I feel it right here. So I was, I was a little, I was a little skeptical, but I gotta say, it won me over. But what I think I learned there in that sort of quiet, especially in that time of grief that I was in, is that there was like a real, there's like an like a, a, a language, there's like a dialogue between, you know, if if you are kind of into it or aware or whatever, like there's there's it talks to you <laughs> and it listens. Most importantly, it listens. And I have always loved turning things over to nature in some way or another. And so I feel like there's, it's just an invaluable, anyway. So, but even before I got to the trees, back to the car, I, I think that hitting the road in any kind of way is is a really centering sort of peaceful depending on how you hopefully you're not in a ton of traffic and you're not running late and all those things and even if you are like that is it's such a a powerful experience to just sort of be on an open road and work it all out we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold 
The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. So anyway, this unfortunately was the road to Idlewild. So I had a little me time. So I went to the trees. I talked this time I needed to go to the trees. The trees, and I didn't have a ton of time. So the trees in LA are, you know, all around. You can find hikes, you can find... But I wanted like mountain tree. I wanted to like... Like, if I could and I had the time, it would have been like, I want to go to Montana. I, I just want to be enveloped. I want to be surrounded by, I want to see nothing else but trees. And here, a couple hours away from L.A., is there's obviously Big Bear for snowing, for snowing, for skiing. There's Lake Arrowhead. But there's a little town called Idlewild that is adorable and nestled in the trees I didn't even know about this place. And I've lived here a long time. I've lived in LA a long time. And I feel like I'm a I'm a day tripper, me time. Like, this is just something I do. I will disappear for a couple of days somewhere nearby. So I can tell you about a lot of the nearby places. Idlewild was something I just discovered a couple of years ago. And it's so the, if you want the sort of cabin in the woods experience granted it's it's been found out a little bit so like there are people and it's you know it, it's a little more populated but you do sort of get to have this experience and then if you take one of the hikes i was in um i think it's called humber park you can be in the trees the quiet and the trees and you can hear them and so it was really nice. This is sort of what I did over Thanksgiving, but just to go and sit in the trees and have a minute with them. And I love this little town because the mayor is a dog. It's true. The mayor is a dog. His name is Mayor Max. He is a golden retriever, and he is ridiculously adorable. So right there, you know it's you know it's good. But anyway, I highly recommend. They have these, like... There are a couple of lodges, I think, but there's also like very cool Airbnbs, these like A-frame cabins they're kind of known for. I stayed in a very cool one and it was a nice recharge, could have used a little longer, but it was really interesting because I was like, man, ever since I, I think probably because the podcast is, you know, it's a new project and I'm getting it going and all those things. I think on some level, I have actually just stopped having some of my regular me time that I'm used to having. It's been it's been a busy time. So it was really nice to, to do that, give myself that. And it made me sort of think about like this whole time of year and trying to sort of stay. There's a lot of pressure as much as I, and I love, like I love the holidays. I, I love the magic of it. There is such a magic in the air this time of year. But also I think because of that, there is a pressure that comes along with like making it perfect across the board. And there's also this awareness of time. I feel like when the holidays come around, does anybody else feel this? We always, we start to feel this like super awareness of like another year passing. Like we're almost to the end of the year. So there's all the magic and there's the celebrating and there's that 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 stuff. There's also... It's also can be very brutal. Like it's it just sort of highlights everything this time of year. If you're down, it makes that I feel like worse. If if you're alone, if you're 
in grief, if you're, you know, whatever it is like that, but it's also the most, it's also beautiful and it's also very communal and you see, you know, you make a different kind of effort to see your friends and family and all of that. And it just had me thinking about like, how do we also take care of ourselves throughout this time of year? Because it's a lot. It's so great. And it's a lot. And again, this like time, this like reflective thing, because I also feel like at the holidays, while we're in those like traditions and things that we've always done, but we're also creating new ones. And I think that we're also in the memories. And I feel like in the memories, there's also a lot, there can be a lot of grief. And so it's just an, it's an interesting mix of things. And I think in a way it's great because I think it forces you, well, I'll say for me anyway, I feel like I am almost forced to be a bit more present and in a good way. Like you become, I think, a little more like hyper aware of feelings because it brings on a lot. Anyway, and it just had me thinking, I was like, gosh, how do, how do people take care of themselves through this time of year? Like, how do you take a breather? How do you make a little extra time? And maybe I know for me, like growing up and some of my experiences are actually a part of those like holiday traditions that are so special, whether it's cooking some of family recipes and having people over, flying home and seeing my my family, all of that. I feel so lucky that I got to get away and be in the trees for a minute and take a little minute to listen and have a, you know, a little, a little peace. I couldn't even hear my own thoughts and really had a moment of like, you know, that feeling when you're like, wait, my life feels completely out of my own grip right now. <laughs> like, like it just feels a little out of control. And, you know, I feel like I'm like living more kind of in default to things rather than like being sort of in like proactive or, you know, taking control. Like I'm in response to a lot of things and a lot of people like I'm doing what I need to do I'm but I'm but I'm not in like the space of of like creating or like anyway so I just felt drained I was really feeling drained so I'm happy I got to do that but again it made me sort of think about the holidays and how hard it is how they just kind of can go by so fast and there's so much to do and there's so much pressure around it being a certain way that we don't really find a lot of time to have a minute to breathe and catch up and, you know, kind of just cut out noise for a minute. If you take a look at search trends, interest in learning a new language is only increasing over time. And there tends to be a bit of a spike in the fall because it is the perfect time to pick up a new hobby, like learning a new language. And with Babbel, you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, just in time to show off at the holidays. This fall, you can start speaking a new language with Babbel. Why Babbel? because it works. Instead of paying hundreds of dollars for a private tutor or fooling yourself with language apps that are little more than games, Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel is designed by real people for real conversations. All of Babbel's tips and tools for learning a new language are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching. Thanks to Babbel, I'm finding it easier to order food and ask for directions without having to consult language apps while on vacation. It's true. 
it is very effective. I also think this is a great gift for somebody. Like what a fun, unique gift to give somebody for the holidays, the gift of learning a new language. Anyway, Babbel's classes are so lovely because they have a range of learning experiences from casual to intense. And there's always a way to fit in my Babbel session from self-study app lessons to podcast to live classes. Studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. For instance, one study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Did you hear that? Crazy, right? With over 10 million subscriptions sold, Babbel is real language learning for real conversations. Here is a special limited time deal for my listeners to get you started right now. Get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash me time. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash me time. Spelled babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash me time. Rules and restrictions apply. And I was just thinking about you know, especially for people who have kids and um, this the busyness of this time of year and people who are in grief and, you know, trying to put on a good face when they go to parties and see people because they don't want to, you know, bring anybody down. And they also don't want to, you know, always be thinking in their, their grief or always be in their sadness or any of those things. It's just a lot of, there's a lot. And it's, it's so great if you can just step into the magic, but it's it can also be really hard to do. Anyway, so I was thinking about little things, like little tiny things about this time of year you can do that can make you feel maybe like a little more present. I don't know. Like what would be the simplest thing for somebody, like even just taking a tight, like one extra minute <laughs> in the shower, just taking one extra minute to just breathe and tune out noise, taking a little nature walk at five minutes, even if you can just like go outside and have uh, five minutes of me time, particularly maybe in an area where there would be some pretty lights to look at. But if not, you know, it, that could even be a family activity. Me time can also just be quiet time with people. It doesn't just have to be alone or possibly for, if you are, even if it's just your morning coffee, getting up, you know, 10 minutes early to have a little bit of peace before the day begins, or maybe it's in your car, as I talked about earlier, having that like an extra minute in your car, just going around the block one more time if you can or whatever it might be, but like really taking that one time around the block and whether it's listening to your favorite song or nothing at all, just taking a breath, but but like a committed one minute to that, not just driving around the block for fun, but actually giving yourself a moment. Particularly, I love walking in the dark. I love, there's this time I've talked about before because I was asked in an ask me anything about my favorite time of day. Obviously, it's sunset, but I also have, there's a reason, there's this, there's a line in a movie, in a holiday, in a Christmas movie called A Christmas Story, where the narrator talks about there's this time in winter where the light turns blue at like a certain hour. And it's, it's maybe it's because I grew up in a place that was very cold in winter. And so I think it has a little association with that. But I've seen it in L.A. too. It's a kind of a magical, it doesn't last very long, but the light does turn blue for just a minute. And it always puts me in a little bit of a mood and I love it. And it is my favorite time to be outside, like in it, even if it's freezing, to like take a little walk or whatever. I did this in Idlewild, like literally as the sun was setting. And it was magical and it did feel, it was the light, it turned, it turned blue. Um, 
So anyway, I'm, that's also maybe something to think about is taking a nice little walk. One of my absolute uh, favorite, favorite things to do is stare at the stars. These are, these are all things, of course, I just did in Idlewild, but I was thinking about like what a simple little pleasure it is to be able to do that for a little while. And so even just looking up at the stars for one minute, two minutes, making a wish, I don't know, something that makes you just feel connected to yourself. Obviously, there are the other things like journaling and you know, thinking of the things we're grateful for, or trying to wake up every day and think about uh, those things. But I was I was trying to simplify it in a way because I do think it's a very, in, it's, it's an intense time of year to try to find that kind of peace. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. I hope you take something away from it. Maybe go talk to the trees, maybe. <laughs> take a walk, maybe just spend an extra minute in the shower, whatever it is. I hope everybody can take a little something away from it. I would also love to hear what you all are doing to try to stay, you know, okay during this holiday season. So please let us know at me time with Maggie, make sure to tag us with your stories. We love hearing about it. And I love the messages you all send as well. I, I also love feedback. So anyway, I'm open to all. Hope everybody had a a lovely Thanksgiving and we have a very sweet episode coming next week that is back on Pet Time. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.